You are listening to the JCN Clinic Podcast. The JCN Clinic Podcast is a place where nutritionalists Jessica Cox and Carissa Mason get real about nutrition and living a healthy life. They share with you their passion and their clinical knowledge for a fun, no BS approach to looking after yourself. Please enjoy today's episode and don't forget to subscribe and iTunes. I'm Jessica and I'm Carissa and welcome to the JCN podcast show. Yes, welcome. This week we actually have a special guest, uh, the lovely Cara from the Australian Natural Food Co. Did you know you're our first guest on the show? Oh, wow. Apart, apart from the nutritionist. Like, yeah, 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 true, because we've, oh, yeah. we've had internal guests. We've had internal guests. You're our first external guest. <laughs> Which we have to be doing a little bit more of. Yeah, yeah. We've been trying to coax a few people in, actually, yeah, yeah, haven't yeah, we? Yeah. 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 So if you're listening to this and you think you'd love to be on our podcast and you're awesome, <laughs> contact us. We'll decide. <laughs> no pressure on the yeah, awesome no part. <laughs> so this is really exciting because today we're talking about a subject that you and I are quite passionate about, about yep. and talk to our clients about, but we're getting in um, the lovely Cara to talk more about everything to do with quality meat. Yeah. Um, so to get started, if you could tell us a little bit more about you and your story and how you yeah. got into the industry, that would be fabulous. Sure. So I guess it's been a really long journey for me. It started probably about I guess 10 years ago, I had um, a Gardasil vaccine and literally the next day I was so ill. I was like bedridden. I was sick for about three to four days and I couldn't even get out of bed. So it was like such a a hard time for me going through that. Um, And then after that, I I had just ongoing, I guess, issues like I had um excess weight gain I didn't make any changes like to my diet or exercise yeah wow yeah Mm -hmm. I was like really struggling getting out of bed in the morning like I'd I'd sleep in I I couldn't get out of bed and my mum would be there like hassling me to get up for school (laughs) (laughs) and I I didn't even want to get out of bed so that's when we sort of knew that something wasn't right like it was just all of a sudden everything went backwards Mm -hmm. so it was such a long journey, but we started just going to normal doctors and all of them said, like, just go on the pill. It'll help, like, regulate everything. And it's like, how can going on the pill, like, just fix all of those issues? So did you have, like, a lot of hormonal stuff going on as well? Yeah, so in yeah. the background, like, as we went along, we sort of worked that out. Mm-hmm. But at the start, it was more just, like, I didn't have a period for, like, six to 12 months. Were you that... getting a regular period before the vaccine? It was... Semi regular. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, tell story. As soon as you mention anything about the pill, too, <laughs> so we just like a dog with a bone. <laughs> you need to do with bloody hormones. <laughs> All right, sorry, <laughs> talking. Sorry, so <laughs> So yeah, in going, to, I guess. I I had periods like every year, six or 12 months and that went on for a few years and that's when we knew like something mm. was seriously wrong and so then yeah we were going to normal doctors and all of them were saying like just go on the pill like you'll get a regular period and it'll just fix everything up and yeah we knew that there was more to it than that and it was also the fact of if I go on that pill what happens when I stop taking it mm. like everything's going to go back to how it was mm. I'm not actually fixing anything 
So it was pretty scary when that was all everyone was telling us. And Mm -hmm. after like, yeah, so many appointments, we found like an alternative doctor and she was absolutely amazing. Like she did some like proper hormone tests and, um, did like her thyroid test and I was like borderline on the base. So all the normal doctors were telling me I was fine, but she said, you're very borderline, like Mm -hmm. you're at the bottom. So she then gave me like some alternative medicine to help with my thyroid and yeah, a long, long I guess, track, mm-hmm. I um, ended up getting, like, a regular period. Great. And, mm-hmm. yeah, so in that time, like, I ended up seeing, like, homeopaths and naturopaths. And mm-hmm. along that time, like, you just sort of realise, like, how much all these, like, I guess, external factors, like hormones, like, everything that is in our diet, like, medicine that we take, like, it's so synthetic and processed. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, no matter, like, no wonder our bodies have so much trouble processing this. Like, it's something that's so synthetic. We don't know, like our body doesn't mm. recognize it or know how to process it. And then it just throws everything else out. And it seems like such a long journey to try and get everything back to normal levels. And even then it's it's mm. hard just maintaining that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in that time, I just realized like how much chemicals affect us and then it was sort of a process of changing over all of our food like Mm -hmm. you see what's in the sprays on our fruit and veggies Mm -hmm. and you think you're eating healthy but when you look at it you're really not because it's Mm -hmm. all these chemicals Mm -hmm. that your body's having to process Mm -hmm. so yeah Mm -hmm. sort of we got to that and and eating all organic and you notice the taste the difference that's a massive factor exactly Mm -hmm. and then you can't go back to normal when you realize like how great organic produce is so yeah and when you're aware of what's actually on normal produce you don't Mm. even want to touch it no for sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah a bit of a a long story but yeah I guess that's sort of how I ended up and so and so were you guys in the butcher industry yeah Yeah. so (laughs) within that time my parents like my mum grew up on a farm and her parents were farmers Mm -hmm. and my dad was a butcher so um like we've always eaten it's a match made in heaven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've been pretty lucky and like always eaten what we would consider as healthy food. Um and my dad had a food distribution business and I would end up working in that and it was just that we ended up being so unhappy with the products we were selling like people would ask what was in our bacon and you'd look at the label and it's like oh my god I don't even want to read this out to people Mm. like I don't even know what this is so yeah (laughs) and And I'm not eating yeah exactly we weren't eating it we were taking home organic products we weren't touching any Mm. of that stuff so we just sort of it it wasn't what we were passionate about and we had the opportunity to do organic so we thought why not we love organic we're passionate about Mm. it so we'll give it a go yeah yeah. So your little company was born. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was an intention. Did you sort of did that kind of birth on the <laughs> side of your the business that was already there as far as the family or did yeah. like as your own offshoot or did it encompass does it encompass the family? Um it does. So it's sort of we were working in that family business then we yep. started Australian Natural on the side. Yep. It was sort of something we were doing on the side just because we were passionate about yep. it. Um, and then, yeah, we got to the stage where we didn't want, want to do what we were doing. So, um, yeah, we just took off with Australian Natural and sort of mm. went from there. And it is a family business. So, yep. yeah, it's my, my dad who's a butcher. and Yeah. yeah so, nice. Yeah. How was the process of doing that change, like going from was non-organic to organic? Pretty hard process, yeah. I guess. Um 
I guess it's just completely different to what we used to mm. do. Um, but it's all learning and I'm loving it because like the people that I'm meeting, it's so amazing because mm. they believe in the same things I do. And people have all been through, like I, I found that people that are in the organic world sort of have been through their own issues and their mm. own journeys and they've got their own reasons to be where they are. Mm. But I love that because it's like they've got their own story and yeah, they're, awesome. they're there for a reason. Yeah, yep, for sure. Yeah. So let's talk a bit more about the benefits, like the why. Obviously, you've just given a really great personal account. But for the, you know, average person out there who's just picking up their meat from the supermarket without sort of thinking about it so much, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'd love to hear, and we'll obviously talk a little bit about it ourselves, I'm Mm. sure. But yeah, yeah, um, I guess from your point of view, what you've seen and experienced um, and picked up along the way as far as the benefits. Yeah. Because obviously there's a lot of them. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess the main thing, other than it being completely hormone free, Mm -hmm. um, it's so good knowing that all of our produce is ethically, Mm -hmm. like, sustained I guess like they all live a great life they're all like roaming outside I know with all of our beef they get to eat all of the natural grasses so you actually taste the difference in the meat because they've got all these grasses that they can eat when they Mm. want something they'll just go and eat it like if their body needs more of another vitamin they'll just go to another grass and Mm. they're just eating what they should be Mm. and living such a free life so you actually taste that difference in the meat Mm. Um, On top of that, so they're not administered hormones, antibiotics, which, as we know, all get stored in the meat and then Mm. we consume it. And then it's, Mm. yeah, it's like our body's got to then process that as well. And you think, like I said before, you think you're eating healthy, but if your meat's packed with hormones, is it really healthy? Yeah. 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 and even just like the health side of it, like there's so many more um, like vitamins and minerals in organic meat. Mm-hmm. They're much higher. Some studies say it's up to 50% higher in omega-3s. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's so much more nutritious for you. Mm. Um, and yeah, if you if you look at how grain-fed beef is raised, you just think it's it's not good for us. Like it's just, oh my God, yeah, no. I guess we'll dive into that. But yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. There's, um, yeah, there's a lot that you just said. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I guess one of the things that, um, yeah, that I'm really passionate about and I'd love to sort of pull apart more, you're talking about how your meat is still, um, it's organic, but it's free range and, you know, it's out there and it's, you know, the animals are being looked after. They have a good life. And I think, I think sometimes that's an area that people get really confused about because it's like organic is one part. And I think just... Sometimes if something's called organic, it can be a bit tricky. It's like yeah. it might be organic, but has the animal been looked after properly? Has, yeah. It might be organic, but has it just been fed organic pellet food as yeah. opposed to yeah. being, you know, grass-fed? So I feel like there's those sort of confusion points um, yeah. along the way. And then, yeah, I think um, definitely as you've brought up, like it's really important for those animals to have had a really good life. And obviously we don't want them to be... Um, like having an unhappy life from that aspect, mm. but also the the less stress they have, the less stress hormones they're producing as exactly. well, and like the better quality of like the produce that you'll end up with. Um, so I mean, how do you, how do you guys navigate that? Because it's a bit of a tricky thing, and it is. I know there's a lot of like you know even other butchers and people I've spoken to along the way. 
Well, I know that um, free range is a pretty big thing at the moment yeah. and a lot of people are pushing that their meat is free range. Mm. To say that something's free range, it doesn't have to actually have been eating grass its whole life. It can mm. still be finished on grain. Um, so it's a pretty loosely mm. used word mm. and I think organic sort of used incorrectly in, in some terms too. Um, all of our beef... Well, we know that it's all certified organic and we pay to have certification mm. and all of our, like our farmers have organic certification. So they've obviously gone through um, and had everything certified. So they are doing everything correctly to, mm-hmm. I guess, the Australian standards. Um, in terms of like organic being fed grain, I know that um, there's no standards in Australia that say like you mm. can't feed cattle organic grain. Mm. Um, but I know that... They can use organic grain if they if there's a shortage on I guess grasses mm, or if yeah, there's any sure. sort of like mm. natural disasters or anything like that. If there's a shortage or a dry spell, dry spell, sorry, in natural grasses, then they'll substitute with of an course, organic yeah. grain. Yeah. But with with our beef, we know that it is purely all grass fed. Mm. Um. But yeah, in some terms with organic, that might be mm. what they do. But it's hard because they won't they won't list that it's fed grain so that's where it is a bit tricky and I think this is where it comes to like obviously like with like obviously small businesses and just you know chat getting I think Mm. people really need to start getting to know their know their butchers and know their farmers and chat to the people that are supplying your food and make sure they have a good understanding Mm. of the products that they're sourcing like I definitely know I feel like I feel like that's really important like if you know like firsthand where your food's coming from like what sort of exactly like what you're saying with your beef like you know it's all going to be also know that it's grass-fed yeah um and it's the same with like buying your fruit and vegetables and stuff like that as well like Mm -hmm. you know people just need to we need to just create so much more awareness around this and start stop being so busy and take the time to do a bit of research and have a look at you know what you're purchasing and where you're purchasing it from and And if if you have any doubts as well i always think like ask for the certification ask Mm. for the proof that something is actually certified Mm. organic because it is a big expense to have something as a certified organic product and that's the thing it's not really proven on the actual end product so Mm. if you have the doubt ask for the certification because if they're selling a product that's certified organic they they should have the certification yeah Mm. definitely yeah Yeah. and I imagine you agree with yeah what Chris was saying like people listening and they're like how how do I know, like, yeah. okay, this says organic or is this, you know, has this animal been treated well? Is it free range? Like all of those things we're mm. talking about, I'm yeah. imagining the best thing is to literally just ask. Definitely. Yeah. 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 And Otherwise, I think, well, yeah, I was going to say, I think if people are like say in Cara's position where they mm. are really passionate about what they're supplying to people, they will have those answers exactly. for you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I think there's such this amazing little growing, you know, community with, Everywhere, there's all these little mm. communities growing where you do have people that are passionate about the food that they're selling you, and they do know the stories of their farmers, yep. so they're happy to talk to you about it. Whereas yep. if you kind of walk into your butcher and they kind of fob you off as someone yes. who's been annoying for asking annoying questions, then a they don't know the answers, or b they don't want to tell you the fucking yep. answers. So <laughs> true. Yeah. 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 It's it's the same like we were talking just this morning about like products, and we see it with supplements too. Yeah. We we're talking about a product. Um, yeah. From a collaboration point Transparency. of view, and we saying that you yeah. know we couldn't find anywhere on their site any ingredients or anything about yeah. the product, and automatically yeah. it's like, well, what are you, what are you hiding? Exactly, that's <laughs> Why what you're you telling saying. us. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, you know, I think like. <laughs> We live in a world now where transparency is transparency has to be there, and if it's, there's not, then you probably want to question why. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
Yeah, it's pretty scary because a lot of the time it is down to marketing and those mm. buzzwords that they're trying to target with people. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I think the other thing too that um, we brought up a little earlier was just about the nutrition. Yeah. Um, just to sort of talk a little bit more about that because I still think today there's a lot of stigma around yeah. red meat consumption in general and yeah. about where everything from red meat causing cancer oh my gosh oh my god <laughs> through to like the saturated fat which is like that hangover yeah. from the 80s 70s yeah. we always talk about so you've kind you know what i mean like yeah, there's exactly. these multifaceted factors that yeah. surround like this fear of red meat yes. and i think to the fear of like fat consumption like i have this conversation mm. with my parents like obviously they're that older generation yeah. where they grew up where if you eat fat you're gonna get a heart you're gonna have a heart attack and it's yeah. gonna block your arteries <laughs> yeah. and you're yeah. all gonna die yeah. I think now we live in a time where we kind of know that's not true but they're really yeah. starting to pump a lot of research into even the differentiation between say an animal that has lived quite a toxic lifestyle mm. so it's been jacked on grain pumped full of hormones pumped full of growth promoting antibiotics and stuff mm-hmm. like that to try mm-hmm. and you know get it up to a feed weight or a, a selling a selling weight at the yard so instead yeah. of it going through a normal lifespan where they may be killed off, you know, you know, eighteen months to two years. They're mm. pretty much jacked and yeah. killed off at about six to twelve months. So the the stress and the state that that animal is in, obviously, mm. you know so much of that toxicity is stored in the fat. So when you actually look at the composition of the fat of an animal like that, of course the fat is going to be toxic mm. to us. Like you're yeah. looking at a molecularly unstable product. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's going to cause damage in our body. But comparatively, you look at an animal that's been raised on a farm, mm-hmm. it's been um, pasture fed, it's been allowed to roam around, it hasn't had the stress, it hasn't had the hormone jacking, it hasn't had the grain feeding, which puts it into a toxic state. Mm. The, the structure of the fat in that animal, exactly like Cara was saying, from an omega-3 point, of view and a nutritional point of view mm. is so much more beneficial for our body yeah. and our body actually does need that in moderation yeah, yeah sure. so it's, we've really got to start looking at you know like getting rid of this whole red meat and fat are going to kill you persona and yeah. we just look at well yeah. if we're choosing quality meats and we understand the process this animal has been through then the fat is actually not that unhealthy for mm. us so exactly and then from the red meat perspective in regards to like the cancer factor because there's the the fat side but then you know you look at the study that came out I'm really bad with time I feel like it was only six months it was probably longer <laughs> than that years. but in the last year I feel like there was that release around yeah like, that's the, right the with meat. all the red so there was meat a lot of yeah, night, yeah. a lot of nitrate based meats on there yeah, but it was yeah. kind of categorized as all red meat is going to cause right. cancer and it's again it's we like well about this. let's look it's... at this in regards to what red meat we're comparing because exactly. there's like yes. chalk and cheese yeah and also you know when you're looking at like the type of diet they're talking about from a high meat consumption they're talking about that classic westernized diet where it's like high processed food you know minimal plant-based food so it's it's so out of context the type of produce there's a big difference between like cabana and quarter pound (laughs) grass-fed meat like we need to start (laughs) making some like a cabana (laughs) (laughs) we best sell like a quarter pounder It's like, do you now? <laughs> Macca's dates for us. That's it. <laughs> Even in like the, um, I don't realise I forgot to put something in it, but the post I put up last week with the puddinesca, mm. like I was Cup talking. sauce. Yeah, I was talking heaps in that about like the importance of quality ingredients, but one of the things that we've got in that recipe, which isn't traditionally in puddinesca, is prosciutto and you know, the big thing for me in that is oh, it's amazing trying to find, particularly in Australia, good prosciutto that you look at the ingredients just says pork, salt. Yeah. Instead of like 
you know, we we're talking before about the bacon thing. Yeah. Oh my god. So where it's just like this list of ten to twelve ingredients. Yeah. It's just like you know, there's such a difference with what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. so true. And I just I feel like I believe in quality over quantity. Yes. Like when you were saying about the meat causing cancer, like yeah. everyone, not everyone, but grain fed beef was such a huge thing for a while. Like everyone yeah. was after grain fed beef, and when you actually realize the process of grain fed beef. You don't want to eat it. So still blows my mind when you go into a restaurant and you're standing there and they're marketing all of their, you know, like you go into a proper steakhouse Mm, and it's like grain fed, grain fed, finished on grain. And you're paying 60 bucks for a steak. I'm like, mate, I wouldn't pay two bucks for it. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) Everyone wants it though. Like you were saying, though, that it's so toxic for them. They're mm. loading them with grains. Like, I always think cows have four stomachs to digest yeah. grass. Mm. Why are they eating grain? Like, yeah. they're not designed so for it at all. And apparently when they're just loaded up with grain, it eats away their stomach lining. So they yeah. have so much trouble mm. processing it. They become yeah. so acidic. Yeah. They be- their stomachs become, become bloated. So they're in such an uncomfortable state. They're in an state. inflammatory, acidic yeah. state their and entire short life. And then they're yeah. killed off and put on a plate. It's yeah. so cruel so they're living this such cruel life Mm. like some of them trying to scratch their stomachs because it's just so irritating for them like there's nothing that they can do Mm. to Mm. to help themselves Mm. and some of them in such bad cases can even die because it's like Mm. their hooves and everything Mm. can be like deteriorate Mm. it just it's so so bad for them they don't get any nutrition out of it at all and then like you said we're eating it like Mm. Then we eat it. There's nothing good in it, and then we're eating it. So, like, that's where I think, like, it's quality over quantity. And, yeah, you really have to look at how it's raised and what it is eating because at the end of the day, we consume it. We end up eating what they've eaten. And I think it's interesting that, like, you know, people will be like, oh, it's organics, it's too expensive. Like, I know probably, I think until I really started getting into this, like, say, let's say, Four or five years ago, I was a bit more haphazard with organic and even mm. just fruit and veggies and stuff. It's just the more knowledge that's coming, you know, around us now in terms of, you know, grass-fed and and the, you know, the metabolic effects on us of these hormones mm. and mm. glycophosphates, which you were going to talk about a bit as well. Like, mm. it's just like you kind of you kind of really can't just turn a blind eye to mm. it anymore. Yeah. Like, the more you know about it, the more you're just like, I actually – don't want this shit in my body. Yeah, like, that's the thing. You get <laughs> so, pretty skeptical. Like I, at first, I was pretty skeptical to organic because I thought, well, what's the difference? And like yeah. I said, like I thought I was eating healthy, eating meats and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, like especially in chicken, when you're eating meat that's like pumped with hormones, like yeah. farmers will just pump it with hormones and antibiotics just mm-hmm. to make it grow. They maximize their profits at the end, and they haven't actually had their proper growth life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the same thing. Like all of those hormones are then stored in the meat, the tissue the fat and then mm. we eat it yeah and if you actually see like an organic chicken breast to a normal chicken breast it's totally oh so different and they taste so different <laughs> they taste so I remember different. the first time I ate organic chicken I actually didn't really like it I was, yeah. I was so yeah, accustomed right. to like hormone jacked you know just normal chicken and yeah. then I actually the first time I had it I'm like this t- it actually tasted so different to yeah. me I'm so used to it now but yeah I remember the first time I had it I was like 
this isn't right, but you're just so yeah, you know, it's so true, isn't it? it? Is. Like you just yeah. So yeah. I put in um when I first met Damien, he wouldn't eat pork, which was just a bit of a no go. I'm like, you gotta eat pork. <laughs> well, we're not getting married, and you're gonna live alone and die. <laughs> so he would only eat if, and as a starting point, the pork from Eldie because it had no taste. And then when I would like buy the pork from our local butcher. He'd be like, oh, I can't eat that. It tastes way too porky and it just, he's got all these. So you mean it tastes like real pea pub? <laughs> all these traumatic memories from other stuff of being too close to a piggery when he was growing up. But I just thought it was interesting. It's like this, this yeah. literally tastes like nothing. Yeah. So he's happy to eat it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you can take even I, on that note too, like the difference with nitrate-free bacon. How different yes. is that to yeah, normal bacon? God. Like and like properly smoked oh, as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh my God, I love it so <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, I had another question there, but I might come back to it because you mentioned about the glycophosphate. Yeah, well, so I let's think talk a bit more about that. So hey? yeah, so I suppose we can obviously like so the re the other reason organic is mm -hmm. I feel like kind of starting to become very is so important is the more we learn about glycophosphate. So this just is, isn't on our fruit and veggies. Like you really have to think about the type of food your animal is consuming. So mm -hmm. if it's you know obviously getting fed up on grain, whether it be, you know, the, the cattle industry or, you know, the sheep, you know, industry and all of that, but even chickens, like, you know, they might be free range and not pumped with hormones, but if they're getting fed up on grain that's been sprayed with glycophosphates, like we, the more we know, like, I think we're going to do an entire podcast about oh, this one yeah, because it's huge. it's huge, but like in a nutshell, our glycophosphates is just our, you know, chemicals that are sprayed on our food from an any, any bug point of view, but the, what we know about those now, like these guys are just disruptive in mm -hmm. our bodies. They mess with our hormones. They mess with the lining of our gut. They basically mm. just pull across our, pull apart our gap junctions in our gut, cause miscommunication. And yeah. even if you're, you know, trying, thinking you're just eating a little, you know, a little bit here and there, like it's just saturated in our food mm. chain. Like if it is also essentially an antibiotic, like it's it, patented it, as an antibiotic, actually, and I don't think people realize that, yeah. right? So it's like this extremely full on antibiotic that we are consuming. So think about the effect of that on the microbiome. Yeah. There is extensive study, which is like, again, a, a podcast on its own, but the, the studies that are out there that are linking glycophosphates through yeah. to all sorts of conditions, yeah. like from like obviously gut based right through to metabolic issues, Cancer, mental health, mental like health, really, really autoimmune, like it's huge. Yeah. And exactly what Jess said, like people don't realize this about your glycophosphate, like when you patent an ingredient or a chemical, you have to patent it based on its mechanism mm. of action. Mm -hmm. And the only thing it's ever been mechanism of action it's ever really been proven mm. to have is that it acts as a very strong antibiotic yep. like that's yeah. what it does so you mm. think about even people who are avoiding antibiotics but not not eating organic mm -hmm. it's kind of like you're just consuming something every damn mm -hmm. day into your gut so it's not about trying to scare the crap out of people and be like oh my god you're <laughs> gonna die it's not like that it's, it's just all yeah, it's everything. Yeah, if you don't, it's, all, it's all over but it's just about like minimizing this toxic load where yeah. and where we can like we have this knowledge base now we didn't have it 15 mm. years ago like but we do have it now so it's yeah. not saying you have to go out and buy every damn thing organic otherwise your health's just going to deteriorate. It's more about just being, okay, well, we're so aware of this stuff. Mm. We're aware of what hormones do in our food now. We're aware of what glycophosphates can do in our body. What small things can we start imp implementing mm. into our own homes to start minimizing this load mm. on our body? Exactly. So, mm. so true. Yeah. 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 It, sure. I read that it was actually um, invented by a pharmacist. Mm. The, um, 
yeah, that so that I guess it's all in the medical industry, mm. and then I guess it makes everyone sick, and then you then refer to buying tablets, and it's just this ongoing <laughs> conspiracy <issue>. theory. <laughs> 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 it all feeds itself yeah. somehow financially. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put it past this. Uh, so I just wanted to, I remember what I wanted to ask, but we'll talk a bit about before, just yeah. switching back to, I guess, um, like the consumption factor and, um, yeah, and I guess I'm curious about what you guys offer um, from, like, a selling point. I'm massively big, and I, Carissa is too, on the whole um, nose-to-tail concept. Yes, and, yeah. And um, I think... <laughs> I think that is like when people talk about the argument about meat consumption and the effects on the land and plant-based food mm. and maybe whether, you know, we should be eating more of that and less meat, blah, blah, blah. Like there's a whole other debate that we yeah. could go down. But essentially, like when you're eating nose to tail, like obviously there's less demand on the land anyway because we're consuming more of one animal. Exactly. Um, and also there's no wastage. Um, so... I'm yeah I was curious about where you guys um sit with that and what you offer from a selling point of view because yeah. you know there's the popular things like the scotch fillet steaks and the rum steaks but yes. like um yeah do you do you offer a lot of that sort of um whole package whether it be like <laughs> selling the elements of the animal or like it's like can I buy literally um half a cow because I am and I think I can't remember with you too but like with growing, you have obviously on the farm but I've had a lot of exposure mm. to growing up on a farm where mm. literally we would have an animal and, and kill that animal it. and we'd yeah. use a whole thing it would go into the freezer yeah which is the best way to yeah. do it and obviously like how it should be but we've gotten so spoiled along the way like you mm. said everyone wants their prime cuts everyone wants a yeah. nice eye fillet but yeah it is so important to consume the whole animal because even for like a wastage side you don't mm. just it's so pointless to to use part of it and throw out the mm. rest and those like all those slow cooking cuts eating nose to tail it's actually mm. so nutritious eating mm. say your osobuco or like your shanks like because that when you're slow cooking you're drawing out all of the I guess all of the collagen and everything out of the bone you've got all those good fats and then you're consuming it it's actually mm -hmm. so much better for you than just eating an eye fillet steak all the time sure. so it's actually how everyone should be eating. We should yeah. all consume nose to tail, include everything in your diet because then you're getting like part of all of it. You're getting all of your vitamins, minerals, mm -hmm. even just how important like bone broth is for healing your stomach lining. Like, <laughs> but just little Preaching things like <laughs> little things like that. Like we, everyone should eat nose to tail. So we don't actually sell whole beef, um, mm -hmm. but we sell all different cuts. So you yeah. can order different cuts. And if we have something, if we don't have something on there, always just send us an email. We'll always um, mm -hmm. try and get something for you because we do buy from OBE. So mm -hmm. they, can um yeah we can get every single cut yeah. so offal as yes, well we do. because we that's can another get area yeah. we yeah. do um I'd say prescribe it but I guess in a way we do like there's a lot of um clients we're trying to increase nutrient density with so yeah. particularly things like liver yeah um sometimes um I mean I I think heart and even brain I know that freaks people out yeah. like <laughs> to, to me I remember when I first ate brain like the thought of it I was like oh my god and I imagined it was going to be squidgy and foul and it was just like a butter in oh my wow mouth. I've it never just, eaten it oh my god no, it's I've no. had it tradition, like that traditional way where 
it was crumbed. For me. <laughs> it was a little lamb brain. Yeah, and yeah. It's like imagine, yeah. So that crumbed outside, and then when you bite into it, it's like there's butter because it's fat, right? Yeah. And I'm yeah. just picturing all of these oh like girls just like. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just eating them. Yeah. <laughs> but it is actually nice. Like right <laughs> but um, I've got like a um a pate recipe on the website. Just yeah, yeah. It's, it's really yum. Freaking thing. Oh, really? In my life, well, I have to try it. Yeah, it honestly <laughs> Questions like, I get from um, clients heaps with that is like, where can I get organic liver? Yeah. Because I'm just such a like, if you're gonna make it has this, to make be sure organic. you buy organic. It has to be organic. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. yeah, we do sell liver. Um, we've got a liver on our website. Sweet. Yes, but um, <laughs> we can also, if you're after offal, just send us an email yeah. because we can easily get it. It's obviously just yeah. not a big seller, so we no. don't have it on there. But it is so nutrient dense, yeah. and even pregnant women eating liver, yeah. that's like the best thing you can do. Yeah. It's so loaded with like your B vitamins and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's amazing for you. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah. Yep, yep. And just on that note, for people that are listening, like if you are going to consume organ meats, they have to be organic because yeah. yeah. these are the parts of the animal that do filter everything. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're pretty big on that one with our clients. Yeah, like even huge. people are like, I can't afford, you know, organic this and organic that. And we're like, well, if you're going to consume some organan meats like to get your nutrient mm. density up, like if you're going to make a choice anywhere, make it with those. Yeah, particularly with liver. Yeah. Particularly yeah. liver. <laughs> how big is a cow's liver? Yeah, the they, I know. <laughs> I, I didn't know how big it would be. So I'm like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> what about a tongue? Have you seen a tongue? I haven't yeah, seen a tongue. Tongues are massive. Like wait till you see like an ox, like an ox tongue or something. Like the first time. I saw one. It's just like a freaking sword fight with this. Like, just slap someone. I just know one thing that I can't do. One of my old housemates used to be really into it, and she would like get this big pot. And she'd put this massive tongue in it and she'd let oh, it boil, no. no joke, all day. And the smell of the tongue would go through oh. the whole house. And we'd all be abusing her and she just didn't care. And then she would sit down, she'd put it on her plate. Oh, the whole tongue. <laughs> the whole tongue. <laughs> with salt much. and pepper. That's and just sit there and eat much. it with a knife and fork. That is too much. Yeah, that is terrible. So, yeah, that, that is too traumatic. Yeah. yeah, I bet. That is too Doesn't much. Doesn't sound nice at all. Well, I just think you don't kind of think about the tongue in the context. Like, you, you think about this short little thing. But anyone who's ever even seen a cow's tongue, like these things can shove their tongues up their nose. Yeah. So there's a bit of length there, but it actually goes like right down the back of their throat. I didn't yeah, realize until I saw it. It's probably what, yeah, as long as your, your forearm, forearm, maybe even yeah. a bit longer. Yeah, and like, it's good thickness. Yeah, too. yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so I just saw this picture of your mate where we've got slapped on a freaking plate. Did she have any veggies? No, it was just the tongue. Naughty, naughty, naughty. <laughs> the tongue. <laughs> and she so would eat, she'd eat a certain long. amount, so she was like, oh, I'm so good. Uh, I get it would go in the fridge and blood drop over it. Save it for later. Oh, no, <laughs> that is so freaking wrong. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty bloody yeah. wrong, man. <laughs> oh, I love that you draw the line at tongue. Like you'll suck on someone's brains, but you won't eat tongue. Then I'm drawing the line there, guys. <laughs> it's supposed to be promoting nose to tail. Come yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, we're doing it in a restaurant. Yeah. I did it properly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not just a slab on a plate. Like, yeah. Here you go. Get some tongue into you. What are are the other points we had now we wanted to talk about? I feel like we've kind of touched touched on on a bit, but if there's anything else. So we're talking about, which I think is important, marketing, clever clever marketing marketing. by lots of companies out there. So we're looking at stuff, particularly I think in supermarkets and big chains Mm -hmm. and we're like, that looks good. That looks packaged well. Um, You know, 
people and different companies taking advantage of the use of the word organic. So free range. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think no added hormones is a big one. Like yeah. I just think I looked into this years ago when the big supermarket chains started bringing out their, you know, like obviously trying to jump on the bandwagon and no added hormones doesn't mean no hormones. So yeah. this yeah. is where we need to, we need to start really starting to pay attention to what mm. is written on our food labels, but how much looseness there is in that area yeah. to move like there's there's a lot of tricky little gangsters out there yeah, <laughs> so, yeah what do you see Cara well, being obviously part of the yeah. industry you must see tell a lot. us some horror stories juicy stuff I think initially like what made us change to organic was working in the food industry and we were mainly working with meat so I guess along the way you hear little I guess tips on how people process their meat and what's injected and pumped into them and mm. yeah you just slowly find out things and um, it is just so down to clever marketing so free range I find is, is so loosely used mm. um, something can be a free range like a free range chicken for example can be free range but it's just in a pen with mm. a little space around it so they're still crammed in all together mm. um, but yeah that's classed as free range they're not actually out roaming around scouraging for what they want like pecking away mm. and mm. and eating like worms and grass and yeah. yeah it's um it's pretty loosely used um and even like I guess Coles and Woolies everyone knows <laughs> knows what they're like they're just so big with their marketing and using like the buzzwords that are out there at the mm. time tell the little story uh, you were telling us before <laughs> so I know that there was um Woolies were selling Australian meat. It was marketed as Australian meat. Um, and it was actually set up as a company. It was an overseas company importing, well, they were exporting meat to Australia. Um, and the company was called Australian Meat. So Woolies is there selling a product called Australian Meat that isn't even Australian meat. So yeah. it's like, how do you get around it? It's a product that says Australian meat. Like surely like that should be what you're buying. Mm -hmm. So it's just so, so wrong. Like you think you, you're doing the right thing mm -hmm. and buying say free range or Australian product but it's just all down to the marketing and mm -hmm. you never really really know so that's where I really believe in like you find say a small business that are passionate about what they do mm -hmm. then you know that they're actually got that point of difference mm -hmm. they're going to the farmer they're buying the produce so you know where it's actually coming from and yeah. how it's raised whereas yeah when you're buying through like the big companies like Coles, Woolies, Aldi's you have no idea where mm -hmm. that product's coming from you have no idea what's in the meat like you said they just got no added hormones but what hormones are actually in it yeah, initially exactly. they don't have to declare that so yeah that's when it's pretty scary so mm -hmm. yeah yeah it just again emphasizes just asking the questions and yeah. so forth and and I you know I'm a big believer in you do pay for what you get for Definitely. and I know maybe some people are like oh it's so expensive but I really don't think there's a massive difference in price and it's about <laughs> and your health at the end of the day yeah, like it's an why your health you know we'll go people go out and spend x amount on whether it's a new pair of shoes or whatever it might be it's just about priorities exactly like right. I just think like the difference in cost is really not Negligible. that much of a big no. issue when you're talking about your overall health and wellness and like, I, maybe I'm biased no, <laughs> I think you're right though too but I think like obviously you and I've talked about again like the amount of meat we're actually meant to be consuming compared yeah. to the amount of meat that we are yeah so obviously there's ways around it with using alternate cuts so if yeah, you're yeah I was going to suggest well. that alternate cuts are cheaper like I'm I'm honestly not out buying bloody eye fillets all the time no. exactly I, I love my alternate cuts yeah. of meat because mm, it gives me you too. a it challenges your cooking repertoire you like 
like, cool, I'm going to do yeah. something different with yeah. this and, and whatever. But obviously, you know, we're not meant to be eating, you know, this diet that's 60, 60 or even 50% meat. Mm. Like we need to be eating lots of organic vegetables, um, starchy vegetables, yeah. organic, you know, a small, you know, a moderate consumption of our organic grains. Meat definitely needs to be a part of our diet. But when you really start getting into, you know, cooking and using vegetables and using, you know, different cuts of meat, you pr- probably wouldn't be spending no. more when you actually balance your meals properly. No, and it's so just, true. Yeah, yeah, it's just I don't think it's that big of a yeah. big of a thing. Like, and I, I just think the quality is so much more worth it as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's when I buy of taste and flavor, yeah, like, far and out. it's just being smart about the cuts that you buy. Like you both said, like it's just there's so many like there's more cost effective cuts. Like you do mm-hmm. think organic is pricey, but yeah, if you have a look at our mm. website, like your also Buco Oxtail, mm. like all of your slow cooking cuts, Oxtail. they're not even yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're not even that expensive for what they are, and it's actually mm. so so nutritious, and they're mm. the most important cuts as mm. well to buy organic when you're on when they're on the bone and mm. that as well. So mm. yeah, it's just being smart about what you're buying mm-hmm. and just quality over quantity you don't have yeah. to cook as much as you normally do just cut it back um and yeah you'll mm. notice a difference in the quality though too mm. so for sure yeah, yeah. wow <laughs> yeah. this has been awesome yeah. is there anything that before we finish up is there anything else that you wanted to bring up or talk about that we've um, missed i guess we've sort of there's a bit of a stigma as well around meat at the moment and the sustainability side of it and yes. how much it's affecting I guess, global warming and, yes. and all that side of it. Um, and I guess with, with our organic meat that we sell mm. or organic produce, it's farmed so sustainably that mm. it doesn't, I think it's got a 1.8% carbon offset. And mm. it's because we're eating nose to tail, they're out there roaming free. Um, mm. They're eating grasses. They're not eating grains and having like trouble processing it. So it's a whole natural process. So mm-hmm. if, if like cattle are actually famed, farmed sorry, sustainably, there wouldn't be as big an issue mm. with the whole global warming and carbon mm. offset. And then the same thing as, as you said about eating nose to tail. If people mm. actually consume more of all those cuts that people don't actually want, we wouldn't be producing as much exactly. as we need to be. Like yeah. Everyone needs to be making the most of the whole animal mm. and eating yeah. it all. And, yeah, it's just about being smart about how we, we do it. So Great. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up because yeah. I think that is so important. Yeah. There's a lot of, yeah, I think misinformation and, you know, propaganda, I would even use the word yeah, to a point about um, the whole concept of how, yeah, meat consumption is affecting us on a global warming yeah. capacity. But it's, yeah, what we're talking about is so different. And if we were as a culture to make these sort of changes, it would be profound. I mean, I just, at the end of the day, I just want to build my hippie little comedy. Yeah, no, I'm the same (laughs) though. I agree. And I just think there's so much that can be said. Like I've been a freaking crazy person about this for like, Mm. I reckon over 10 or 15 years, but just about supporting local businesses and not letting like this whole corporate giant mentality mm. and just thinking oh it doesn't matter I'm not going to make a difference you yeah. freaking will like yeah. the minute yeah. even if you just start like I've said to people for like the last 10 or 15 years like just start if you start just buying organic eggs mm. do you know what I mean just something like that that's yeah, one small yeah. change and then you know a couple of weeks later just choose something else and you know find a find a good butcher yeah you know? like mm. find a good fruit and veggie place or a good you know market store and get to know the people that mm. are supplying your food and if everyone just starts doing that mm-hmm. all these little changes will start making little businesses like um caras and you know your, your farmers at your, your markets and things mm. like that 
they will start having more money to start putting mm. into more of their stuff. Like it's just yeah. about everyone just being a little bit more, you know, more that conscious consumerism yeah, side of things. Exactly. And you don't have to do it all at once. Yeah. Just start making little changes. And yeah. just those impacts, I think, on the on your industry as a whole will be amazing. Yeah, for sure. You know, the consumer yeah. dollar has power. That we so just does. always Definitely. forget about. You hear it all the time, but it's mm-hmm. so true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I guess... I think everyone needs to jump off the whole Coles, Woolies, Aldi bandwagon and sort of look into things more. It's affecting your health. It's so, so important. Like, yeah, at the end of the day, it affects you. So you just have to be, yeah, really look into it. Yeah. Yeah, and what you're feeding yourself and what you're feeding your family is like young children, like young, I feel like the next generation underneath us in terms of health, like, like children now and teenagers now, like, just in terms of what they're exposed to from a chemical point of view is mm. way more than what mm. we've been exposed to, way more than what our parents and our grandparents are exposed to. Like in just in terms of, and even genetically, what's already been altered for them. Like mm. we need to really kind of start pulling back, putting out some of these fires. And one of the yeah. things we do have control over is what we put into our mm. mouths. Yeah. Like, every day. Yeah, every day. <laughs> Three so, times a day. <laughs> probably <laughs> more. <laughs> So, yeah. And I think you just, you see like how people have health issues now because there's, our diet is just altered. It's not even Mm. how we should be eating at all. So you just, you, it makes sense why people have health issues because Mm. we're living in this unnatural world, really. Everything's like processed or has chemicals and yeah, it's just getting back to, yeah. Yeah. Health issues from such a young age too. We often just to this day still bowled over when we get say a new client history form and you're reading over it you don't really look at the front page as much as far as ages and so forth and you're mm. looking at everything going on for this person and then you flick it over and it's like they're like 22, 22. Oh how do we change that and it's amazing it's like yeah. you're reading it you think and this I, person must be 40 yeah, or 50 yeah. and you go back through and you're like oh my gosh they're so young yeah, like, it's like, sad, it's like 60 not 40 yeah. <laughs> 40's young 40's young yes <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Spring chicken. <laughs> but I, I think people are noticing that more and more now, though. I think people are starting sort of to wonder, like, what's going on? Mm. Why? Like, why aren't I feeling good? Like, yeah. so many people are depressed or have, like, ongoing health issues, and it really does come back to the food that we're mm. eating. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, I agree. Awesome. Yay. This has been fantastic. Thanks yep. for having me, girls. Do you want to just give a quick little plug to yeah. your business? Please yeah. do. <laughs> Tell people where they can find you, what, where they can order online. So Go for it. Our business is Australian Natural Food Co. So you can head to our website and place an order. We do do home delivery or you can also organise to pick up. So we are open. Our shop's open at Capella Bar um, Friday and Saturday at this stage. But we are also expanding and offering other pickup points. So if we don't deliver to your area, please just send me an email and we'll always get yeah. back to you and try and organize something so yeah you're always keen to hear from everyone so yeah, yeah. what about social media yes yeah, so um, i'm on instagram and facebook australian natural food co so yeah, yeah you can you'll just jump you'll, on and follow you'll us you'll find cara on my instagram because i've been using a lot <laughs> of the meat so, <laughs> so yeah but definitely yeah if, you, if anyone does need to get in contact with you, you can always contact us and we can direct you if you yeah. can't find her but for sure yeah 
Thank you so much. No, thank you for yeah, so taking the time to come and chat with us. Yeah. <laughs> it's been yeah. great. Thank you. Yeah. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, as usual, if you have any questions or queries or mm-hmm. comments, you can leave them for us mm-hmm. either on our social media feeds or on iTunes. Um, we love you subscribing and sharing, so yep. please do. And as always, leave us a five-star review because that makes awesome. us super happy. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, have a fantastic weekend ahead. Yep. Um, we should mention that everyone gets 15% off their first order. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Wait. hope you're still listening. Uh, <laughs> the worst plugs, plugs in the world, aren't they? <laughs> I'm sure they are still listening because why wouldn't they? <laughs> so, so first order, use the code JCN, you get 15% off your first order with yes. Australian Natural Food. Company. And I think it's ongoing. So you yeah. can use it ongoing. They get it. Oh, all cool. their orders. Oh, oh really? Yeah, fantastic. Your orders. We'll put yeah. that in the show notes as yeah. well. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, anything that we put up social media wise, yeah. we'll make sure yeah. we mention that because that's Sounds an awesome good. offer. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's, well, I actually just thought it was the first one, so I've been promoting it wrong. Oh, oh that's, no, no, that's okay. We'll <laughs> make it ongoing so everyone gets a bit of a discount <laughs> ongoing. <laughs> oh, all right, everyone. We'll see you later and chat a, next time. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Cara. Thank you. Bye. Bye.